The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. My name is Donovan Jamal Keitaro Koli E. Carrillo, and I was the youth preacher for our 114th youth program that was held on Sunday, February 2nd, 2020, at our mother church located at 1043 Middle Street in Honolulu, Hawaii. At this time, I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in part of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino, from 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake, Cal Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with a sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kalihi for over 96 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you cl closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Before continuing on with the music portion of our telecast, 
I'd like to introduce you to our youth announcer of our 114th youth program and tell you a little bit about her. Our youth announcer is Rebecca Puolani, which means Heavenly Flower, Kalahikiola, which means the Day of Salvation, Akui, affectionately known as Becca. She was born on August 23, 2001 in Honolulu, Hawaii, and is now 18 years of age. She is the third child to Mr. and Mrs. Wayne and Perlita Akui Jr. She has two brothers, Wayne Akui III and Jaden, and one sister, Precious. Her paternal grandparents are Mrs. Merle and the late Mr. Wayne Akui Sr., and her maternal grandparents are Mr. and Mrs. Frederico and Elena Gudoy. Becca was baptized in Jesus' name in September 2008 at the age of seven and is a faithful student in pa Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr.'s high teen class. She actively participates in the youth choir and recently had the honor and privilege to be the announcer for the 2019 Christmas program. Becca is a recent graduate of James Campbell High School. Her future goal is to attend the Leeward Community College in the business program. Currently, she spends most of her time working for Food Solutions FCH. In her spare time, she enjoys relaxing with family, especially singing and talking stories with her cousins. Most of all, she enjoys eating a variety of foods. Becca would like to thank Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. and the trustees for selecting her to be the 114th youth announcer. It is a real privilege and honor to have the opportunity to accept this duty that was bestowed upon me. She would also like to thank all the saints of God for their unceasing prayers. Last but not least, she would like to thank her parents and family for raising her in the church, leading her in the path that she should go. Thank you for all of your prayers. So without further ado, may I present to you Rebecca Puolani Kalahikiola Akui. Rebecca? Thank you, Donovan. He's my friend. He's my Lord. Oh, how I love him. He's my father. Now we walk hand in hand. Next up, the youth choir, under the direction of Ms. Ciari Summers, announcing for us a song entitled, We're Not Strangers Anymore, featuring soloist Gale Kalilikane, a 12th grader of Pro City High School. Accompanying our youth choir is Tracy Asano on the piano.
try Or even now he's passing by You won't be strangers Thank you, Youth Choir, for that inspiring selection, reminding us, if we continue to walk and talk with Jesus, he will not be a stranger to us. A call for loyal soldiers come one and all, soldiers for the conflict. Will you heed the call? The Youth Orchestra will now pluck and strum for you the song entitled, As a Volunteer, directed by Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr.
Wasn't that wonderful? You will answer quickly with a ready chair? Will you be enlisted as a volunteer? I hope so. Amen. Thank you, Youth Orchestra. Friends are forever if the Lord is the Lord of them. And a friend will not say never, because a welcome will not end. Listen carefully to the sweet blend of voices of Jasmine Lucas and Sila Asano, both ninth graders of Kamehameha School's Kapalama, and Salem Asano, an eighth grader, and Abigail Asano, a sixth grader, both of Moanalua Elementary School. Accompany them will be Tiari Summers on piano. Packing up the dreams God planted in the fertile soil of you.
Thank you, sisters, for that beautiful singing. We know if we keep the love of Jesus in our hearts, in big and small ways, we'll keep the love that keeps us strong. You are my savior, my great sustainer, source of life that has no end. But of all things that I could call you, I'm glad to call you friend. Listen carefully to the youth choir as they sing the motivating song entitled, Lord, I Call You Friend. Hallelujah, what a savior. Hallelujah, what a friend. Lord, you saved me, you helped and keep me, and I'm glad to call you friend. Thank you, Youth Choir, for singing that beautiful and inspirational song. In time of need, in time of care, Jesus is there. You'll never find another friend like him. Next up, we'll have an instrumental selection by 12th grader Hannah Osano on the alto saxophone, and 11th grader Shayla Spotkaff on the trumpet, both of Kamehameha School's Kapalama and Donovan Carrillo on the trombone. They'll play a very familiar tune entitled, Friend Like Me. They're under the leadership of associate pastor, Timothy Hahn Sr. <laughs> Thank you. 
Remember, we never had a friend like Jesus. Thank you, students, for the energizing song. Everybody has trials and temptations. Everybody knows heartbreak and isolation. But we can lay our burdens down with Jesus. For what a friend is he? Listen carefully to the energetic voices of the young crusaders under the direction of Christy Hahn as they sing the song entitled, What a Friend, accompanied by Iris Locke on the piano. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate this wonderful number to Mr. Billy Lynn Hahn. We pray the Lord will continue to pour forth his bountiful blessings upon you as you stand with Jesus day by day. It is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who will continue to move upon your daily prayers as you put him first in your life. God bless you.
As the song reminded us, no matter the trials, the worries, and the sorrows we have, we can lay our burdens down with Jesus and pick it up no more. Thank you, Yankee Sadis, for that uplifting number. Before returning the program back to our youth preacher with our telecast schedule of announcements, I would like to share a little background about him. The youth preacher for our 114th youth program was Donovan Jamal Keitaro, meaning blessed, Koali'i, meaning chiefly warrior, Carrillo. He was born in Honolulu on May 23, 2003. His parents are associate pastor, Dean K and Ms. Joanna P. Carrillo, Sr. He has two sisters, Deanne and Dion, and one brother, Dean Jr. Donovan is the youngest amongst the Carrillo children. His maternal grandparents are Mr. and Mrs. Douglas Y and Alice Carrillo, Sr. His maternal grandparents are the late pastor branch, past, late Maui branch pastor Joseph and Ms. Thelma Taylor. Donovan was baptized in Jesus' name on May 23, 2010 at the Mother Church in Honolulu and was filled with the Holy Spirit on April 24, 2015. He is a faithful student and associate pastor Robert Carter Sr. Sunday School class. Donovan is involved in many activities and performs in various annual programs for the Sunday School Department. He plays trombone in the church band, participates in the youth band, youth choir, youth orchestra, sings for the BA degrees, and is talented in playing the ukulele. Donovan is currently in the 11th grade at President Theodore Roosevelt High School. His favorite subjects in school are math and Spanish. He aspires to attend the University of Hawaii at Manoa and major in mechanical engineering after he graduates from high school. Donovan's leisure activities include spending time with his family, playing basketball, and listening to various kinds of music. Donovan counts it as an extreme honor to be chosen as a 114th youth preacher. He gives thanks to the Lord for this opportunity and thanks to head pastor Billy Hahn Jr., the trustees, the prayer band, the saints of God, and to his parents and family for their love, help, and support throughout the years. And it was my distinct pleasure to return you to our 114th youth preacher, Donovan Jamal Keitaro Koili'i Carrillo. Donovan? Thank you, Rebecca. At this time, I'd like to take a moment to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental U.S. for our viewing audience. Especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8 in Comcast, channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, channel 20, in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11, in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, channel 9, in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34, in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, channel 22, in Seattle, Washington from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake, California, U Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming, from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now, concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, 
Gospel services start at 10 a.m. and Divine Healing services start at 7 p.m. Sunday school begins for all ages at 9 a.m. Prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At Kaimuki Branch Church, located at 1361 Pololo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by our neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Casaneras Sr. in Kaunakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alvario in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Waiasano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Belogo, Pigawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts in the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Thank you. At this time, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy. Thank you, Donovan. What a dazzling production by an extraordinary collection of youngsters in a masterful demonstration of talented endowments who do it all as a labor of love and totally for the extolment of God. We are most jubilant at the opportunity that is ours to bring this 114th youth service directly into your homes. We graciously thank you for your participation as viewers in today's telecast. Special acknowledgement and gratitude are extended to the person who was in charge, Youth Director Ms. Rose Pahaku Carter. Each youth program seems to supersede the one before as a result of her patient, diligent, and persevering guidance. The same respects are also extended to the youth orchestra, accompanist, and instrumentalist director, Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr., Young Crusader Director, Ms. Christy Hahn, and Youth Choir Director, Mrs. Tiari Summers. We would also like to acknowledge our talented backup musicians who willingly respond to all those needing assistance. Our pianist, Mrs. Tiari Summers, Mrs. Tracy Asano, Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr., and Mrs. Iris Locke. Our gospel skit, No App for Apple for Salvation, which is coming up soon, was written and directed by Associate Pastor Dean Carrillo. And finally, special appreciation extended to our very reliable and gifted sound engineer, Associate Pastor Dean Carrillo Sr., along with his assistants, who ready the microphones and set up the sound system for our church recording sessions and every aspect of our musical programs. Each had a hand in or fulfilled a responsibility making this youth program possible and exceptional. Truly, the Lord has blessed us with gifted, knowledgeable, and competent leaders, and they in turn will be blessed by the Lord for their efforts, love, and sacrifice. And now, let's proceed into our message for today. Life is so full of problems that many people in the world today put their personal concerns ahead of Jesus. In spite of the message delivered in the song, Put Jesus First in Your Life, most often we tend to put Jesus second, third, or even lower on our list of priorities. For many, it is a difficult decision to choose to be faithful to the Lord or to the world even though we know what the correct choice should be. Perhaps if we learn a little more about the Lord through sermons like the one I have entitled, Be Thou an Example, the decision to choose the Lord will be a whole lot easier. Have you ever sought help to overcome some monumental problems and not found that help? Have you needed guidance and direction to do right in the eyes of God, that is to live a life above sin? In these times of peril, have you wished for that special protection to sustain you, whether in or out of the house of God? Well, look no further. The answers to these questions are within your reach and are found in many facets of the gospel of the kingdom of God. 
Join us in these weekly telecasts, and I'm sure the solutions will unfold before you. As you go through our message for this morning, let us keep this thought in our hearts and minds. A pint of example is worth a gallon of advice. Lest we forget, we need to be reminded that one, a Christian bears the name of Jesus. Two, our lives are always on view to others. Three, we individually and collectively as the body of Christ are the living examples that observing men and women praise or blame. And four, our Savior is measured by the world according to the example we set. When you television viewers define the word example, you will see that it means standard, sample, case in point. Our standard is the Word of God, which is above everything. Our sample is Jesus, for He is a divine example for all who will obey Him. The following facts were gathered from a study of the authorized King James Version of the Bible. One, the scriptures contain 3,586,589 letters, 773,692 words, 31,173 verses, and 1,189 chapters. The word and occurs 1,855 times, but the word reverent only once. Ezra 77:21 contains all the letters of the alphabet except J. And four, the longest verse is Esther 8:9, and the shortest in the English language is John 11:35. To all of this, I say, so what? Although it's wonderful to have such a deep interest in God's word that we're willing to spend countless hours compiling this data, what good is gain if these facts are not translated into acts? Our study does result in deeper consecration, vital service, and accomplishes what the Lord intends. Saints, friends, and TV audience, we do not want to fulfill 2 Timothy, the third chapter, seventh verse, which says, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Therefore, viewers, I know that I would rather have you read one verse in the Bible and live it than to have you memorize a dozen things about it only to take intellectual pride in your attainment. You are better off if you believe and understand one chapter than if you commit to memory a whole book and don't let the message become a reality in your life. Do you want the Lord to speak to you and use you? Then you need to read God's Word with a teachable spirit and then your Bible study becomes the means of producing truly Christ-like acts rather than an exercise in the accumulation of facts. James 1-2 tells us, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. The thought here is the Bible informs us, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are transformed. Brother Paul speaks of God's righteousness to us in Romans 12, 1-2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that he may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. To the believers and saints of God, I say, yes, you may read and even believe the gospel, but what do others say? And what do they think of the gospel according to you? Remember, you and I represent the gospel of the kingdom of God and bear a responsibility for a Christ-like example. Let's read 1 Timothy 4.12. Let no man despise thy youth. Be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Where the scripture says, let no man despise thy youth, it is referring to the fact that many believe because they might be young in age, they will react without thinking of the responsibility to bear. 
The Lord is no respecter of persons. He looks at the heart and knows the thoughts, intents, and the will of man. Therefore, to every believer, I also say, whether we be young or old in age, we must strive to be good examples. We should not allow ourselves to think that just because a brother or sister is young, that he or she is incapable of being a good example. With God, all things are possible. Brother Paul further admonishes, but be thou an example of the believers. This means that our goal should be that of a pattern in the righteousness of God. This is only accomplished through the guidance of the Holy Spirit and a willingness to keep the personal life right in God's standard of righteousness. So much of what we learn is based on examples, and the Lord wants each of us to be good patterns for each other first so that those of the world can see what God has wrought in us. Surely we are a peculiar people, zealous of good works, and we speak and exhort these things with, and rebuke with all authority. Titus 2, 7, 15 tells us that. Brother Paul was an educated and informed man of his time. Read for yourselves, viewers, what he had to say pertaining to this in Philippians 3, 7 and 8. But what things were gained to me, those are counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. Brother Paul is saying it like it is. Rolly ways are for a short season than death. Excellency and great gain is found in the Lord's work and is the only way to eternal life. Is it any wonder that we are urged on to be an example in word? By choosing God's righteousness, everything else falls into its proper place, including our very own words from our mouth. Reading Colossians 3, 16-17, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness can be profitable when using the scriptures, which are the inspiration of God. This gives a man of God the opportunity to strive towards perfection and maturity and all the while being completely furnished with all good works. At this time, viewers, I'd like to direct your attention to a most enlightening skit entitled No App for Salvation, featuring five talented young individuals. There are 12th grader Hannah Asano as Grandma B, 11th grader Seth Makana Asano Jr. as Uncle Billy, and 11th grader Shayla Sparkaf as Kimi, all of Kamehameha School's Kapalama, we also have 8th grader Leah Asano of IAEA Intermediate School as Sophie and 6th grader Isaac Grimes as Anthony. Can you believe all of the things that are happening in the world? The violence has been so crazy lately. Yes, it's unbelievable. No one is safe at school, work, or even just shopping. What this world really needs is Jesus. Look at those kids over there on their phones. Just like my granddaughter Sophie. She always looking at her phone chirping, chatting, booking, gaming, and all of those other crazy things they have on their phones nowadays. Grandma B, they're called apps, and it's fun. Anthony, don't you think that what's going on in the world is kind of crazy right now? So much violence. Have you seen the news? Check it out. I know, it's pretty sad. I hate ads. Wait, what is this? What is it? It's an ad for an app for salvation? What do you mean, an app for salvation? Well, it says that if we download this app for $1.99 and do everything that it tells us to do, we'll be saved. And then there's something called the Holy Spirit? I'm not sure what that means, but we should download it and go tell Sophie about it. Sophie, Sophie, you'll never guess what we found. What? 
We found an app for salvation, and it's only $1.99. Really? Wow. Grandma B, my friends found an app for salvation, and it's only $1.99. I'm going to download it so I can receive the salvation today. What are you talking about? Salvation is free. There's no app that can give you salvation. There's only one way to be saved, and that's by being baptized in the name of Jesus by immersion. They taught you that in Sunday school, Sophie. Remember? A little. I remember the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and fire, and Jesus is coming soon. That's right, Sophie. The Gospel tells us in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except the man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus made it clear that being born again was very important if you want to enter in the kingdom of God. What does being born again mean? It means that you need to be baptized by immersion in the name of Jesus. Oh, okay. I remember now. In Acts chapter 2, verse 38, it says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When Peter said repent, what does that mean? What I also remember from Sunday school is it saying sorry to God for all of the sins that one has committed. Exactly, Sophie. It's godly sorrow for sins. Baptism in the name of Jesus is very important because the name of Jesus is the only saving name. It tells us in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That's right, kids. Don't be fooled into thinking that there's a shortcut to heaven. Okay, so tell me again, what do I really need to do to be saved? Well, first you need to repent and ask God for forgiveness. Second, you need to be baptized by immersion in the name of Jesus. Third, you need to tarry and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Finally, you need to live a godly life. I remember when Sophie was baptized. How old was she? She was seven at the time. I was baptized when I was a baby. Actually, we don't baptize babies. In fact, according to the Bible, Jesus just blessed little children, as it tells us in the book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 16. And he took them up in his arms, put his hand upon them, and blessed them. My younger brother, Sammy, was blessed the same way. Well, I was baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. According to Matthew, chapter 28, verse 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. I'm sorry to tell you this, but no one in the Bible was baptized in these titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. The one thing many churches seem to miss is that Jesus made it clear that there was a name you need to use when being baptized, and that name is Jesus. That's right, Sophie. Everyone was baptized in the name of Jesus by immersion. Okay. We're, We're going to tell, tell our parents, parents that we need to get baptized, baptized in the name of Jesus by immersion. Yes, tell them to bring you to church this Sunday, and we can have one of our associate pastors baptize both of you. If your parents have any questions, they can go to our website, JesusComingSoon.org, or watch our TV telecast on KITV4 on Sunday mornings. Who knows, when your parents see you guys get baptized, maybe they'll decide to get baptized too. I hope, I so. hope so. See, see you later, later Sophie. Sophie. Bye, guys, and remember, there is no app for salvation. Weren't they terrific? It's always a pleasure to see our children be part of God's growing gospel work, and now back to my message. 
It is the word of God that will be used in the end as a standard by which the whole world will be judged. We can never thank the Lord enough for the gift of the Holy Ghost, who leads, guides, directs, and teaches us the fullness of the word of God. Because we have the mind of Christ, we can know the depths of the scripture. Thus, being rich in wisdom through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are capable of teaching and admonishing because the master of all gifts dwells within us and blesses us with our needs for the gospel work. Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, and singing with grace, that is heavenly assistance in our hearts to the Lord, is an important part of our worship and giving God the glory. The Lord loves to hear us continually, offering the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name, and blesses us with His joy because the joy of the Lord is our strength. In every word and deed that we do in Jesus' name, be advised that the world is watching our example of that, which we do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. We are reminded by Brother Paul to be an example in conversation. The power of evil communication is greater than we realize at times. God's Word tells us that a little fire can do a lot of damage. The tongue is the fire, and it can be a world of iniquity. Man has tamed every type of animal he can think of, but the tongue still remains ungovernable. The Bible says that it is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. The challenge is before us to exhibit wisdom, understanding, good conduct, good works, a consistent life, and meekness. Truly, only the Lord can help us because this is a great challenge. Thanks be to God again for the Holy Spirit who dwells within us and helps us so that we can strive to be holy in all manner of conversation. The Lord wants us without spot or wrinkle because He is a holy God, deserving of nothing but the best, a holy people. As Christians, Christ-like in everything about our presence, we are encouraged to be examples in charity, that is love. The Bible description for charity is found in 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, and it is as follows, suffer long, which means patiently enduring all types of injury, is kind, meaning gentle and considerate in behavior. It envieth not, meaning doesn't want a person deprived, nor wants the object. He vaunted not meaning not to speak boastfully. is not puffed up, means that conceit, arrogance, and one's sense of superiority is not on display. Doth not behave unseemly, means that proper and decent behavior is always exemplified. Seeketh not her own, which means to be unselfish and self-sacrificing. Not easily provoked, means not easily irritated, angered, or filled with resentment. Thinketh no evil, is the same as having a clean mind and heart. Rejoiceth not in iniquity means there is no happiness in violating right or justice. Rejoiceth in truth means the word of God is truth. And furthermore, the love enjoys being one with God Almighty. Beareth all things is refraining from action while exercising as much patience, self-control as possible with the help of the Lord. And 13, believeth all things is faith and gift that comes from hearing the word of God. Hope with all things is the saving element in life. For Romans 8.24 says, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is not seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? Endureth all things is best amplified by Matthew 10.22, which says to everyone, And he shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Thus, if you want to be saved, then you must strive to perfection and maturity by letting the Lord mold you according to his standard of love, which is the bond of perfectness. Our lives depend on love, and the Bible educates us to the fact that love is of God and God is love, and therefore how much more must we love one another to be perfect in the Lord? To be an example in spirit, we must have received the manifestation of the gift of the Holy Ghost, which is the speaking in the unknown tongue, the only Bible evidence of God dwelling in an individual. Now, LTV viewers, you are empowered to worship in spirit and truth. As John 4, 24 says, God is a spirit and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Think about this for a second. On things spiritual, do you go to an auto mechanic? No, of course not. 
All you now have to do is talk to the living God, Jesus, who now dwells in you through the power of the Holy Ghost, and you will be able to listen to the wooing of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20 says it simply, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. As the temple of the living God, we must not allow ourselves to be in complicity with idolatry, because we are God's people. He lives within us, and He is with us everywhere we go. The Lord wants us to be a separate people, clean in His way, and then He will receive us as His very own. This means that we now become his sons and daughters, and he becomes our father. God's word further teaches us that we must be an example in faith. Let us read Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This means simply that what we believe in has been assured to us by the word of God and will become a reality when we see him. A good example of faith is that we all believe that there is a heaven and continue to work to that end. However, none of us have seen whether there is a heaven or not. We just say God at His word. Finally, in being an example, we must not forget purity. Let us read 1 Thessalonians 5, 21-24, which says, Prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved, blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. The word purity is used to mean clean and innocent of whatever wrong whatsoever. The Spirit of God through Brother Paul backs this up by saying, abstain from the very appearance of evil. In other words, viewers, when you see wrong, don't become a part of it. Stay away from it. Mark it and avoid it. The world judges Christians by their words and actions, not by their pious wishes or good intentions. The Lord admonishes us, every believer, to set a good example in all that is said and done. He knows that others would be influenced by our pattern of conduct. It is true, viewers, you may be the only Christian in the office or factory or on the field where you work each day. Perhaps you are a housewife or a student who must stand alone as a true water-washed, blood-washed, spirit-filled, enduring it to the end, Christian in your home or classroom. Never, I repeat, never I think that what you say or do is not important, but be put before the world a clean testimony that shines like the example you are by living according to the God's will and His Word. The Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, will be pleased, and men will be influenced by your shining example. Philippians 2.13 tells us, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of His good pleasure. If you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come to your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. Closing another hour of sweet fellowship, we have our youth orchestra playing for us a song entitled, the best friend to have is Jesus.
preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.